Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Starting today by reading the first 10 verses of 2 Samuel chapter 5. Then all the tribes of Israel went to David at Hebron and told him, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, when Saul was our king, you were the one who really led the forces of Israel. And the Lord told you, you will be the shepherd of my people Israel. You will be Israel's leader. So there at Hebron, King David made a covenant before the Lord with all the the elders of Israel, and they anointed him king of Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, and reigned forty years in all. He reigned over Judah from Hebron for seven years and six months, and from Jerusalem he reigned over all Israel and Judah for thirty-three years. David then led his men to Jerusalem to fight against the Jebusites, the original inhabitants of the land who they who were living there. The Jebusites taunted David, saying, You'll never get in here. Even the blind and the lame could keep you out. For the Jebusites thought they were safe. But David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the City of David. On the day of the attack, David said to his troops, I hate those lame and blind Jebusites. Whoever attacks them should strike by going into the city through the water tunnel. That is why the origin, that is the origin of the saying, the blind and the lame may not enter the house. So David made his fortress, the fortress his home, and he called it the city of David. He extended the city, starting on the supporting terraces and working inward. And David became more and more powerful because the Lord God of heaven's armies was with him. Now we're going to be reading the parallel passage found in 1 Chronicles chapters 11 and 12. Then all Israel gathered before David at Hebron and told him, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, even when Saul was king, you were the one who really led the forces of Israel. And the Lord your God told you, You will be the shepherd of my people Israel. You will be the leader of my people Israel. So there at Hebron, David made a covenant before the Lord with the elders of Israel. And they anointed him king of Israel, just as the Lord had promised through Samuel. Then David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, or Jabus, as it used to be called, where the Jebusites, the original inhabitants of the land, were living. The people of Jabus taunted David, saying, You'll never get in here. But David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the city of David. 
David had said to his troops, Whoever is first to attack the Jebusites will become the commander of my armies. And Joab, the son of David's sister, Zariah, was first to attack. So he became the commander of David's armies. David made the fortress his home, and that is why it is called the City of David. He extended the city from the supporting terraces to the surrounding area, while Joab rebuilt the rest of Jerusalem. And David became more and more powerful, because the Lord of Heaven's armies was with him. These are the leaders of David's mighty warriors. Together with all Israel, they decided to make David their king, just as the Lord had promised concerning Israel. Here is the record of David's mightiest warriors. The first was Jashabim, the Hakamanite, who was the leader of the three, the mightiest warriors among David's men. He once used a spear to kill 300 enemy warriors in a single battle. Next in rank among the three were, was Eleazar, son of Dodai, a descendant of Ahoya. He was with David when the Philistines gathered for battle at Pashdenam and attacked the Israelites in the field of barley. The Israelite army fled, but Eleazar and David held their ground in the middle of the field and beat back the Philistines. So the Lord saved them by giving them a great victory. Once, when David was at the rock near the cave of Adoham, the Philistine army was camped in the valley of Rephraim. The three who were among the thirty, an elite group among David's fighting men, went down to meet him there. David was staying in the stronghold at the time, and the Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. David remarked longingly to his men, Oh, how I would love some of that good water from the well of the gate in Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew some water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem, and brought it back to David. But David refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out as an offering to the Lord. God forbid that I should drink this, he exclaimed. This water is as precious as the blood of these men who risked their lives to bring it to me. So David did not drink it. These are examples of the exploits of the three. Abishai, the brother of Joab, was the leader of the thirty. He once used his spear to kill three hundred enemy warriors in a single battle. It was by such feats that he became as famous as the three. Abishai was the most famous of the thirty and was their commander though he was not one of the three. There was also Benahiel, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kabzel. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two champions of Moab. Another time, on a snowy day, he chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. Once, armed only with a club, 
He killed an Egyptian warrior who was seven and a half feet tall and who was armed with a spear as thick as a weaver's beam. Binnai wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with it. Deeds like these made Benaiah as famous as the three mightiest warriors. He was more honored than the other members of the thirty, though he was not one of the three. And David made him captain of his bodyguard. David's mighty warriors also included Ahashiel, Joab's brother, Elhaniah, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shammah from Herod, Helez from Pelon, Ira, son of Ilkish from Telkoi, Abizer from Anahoth, Sibachai from Hisha, Zalmon from Ahoya, Mayahara from Neftaha, Helhaled, son of Bana from Neftaha, Ithahai, son of Ribahai from Gibeah, in the land of Benjamin, Benahai from Parathon, Hurahai from near Nailhal Gash, Abai Abalon from Arabah, Hazamathseth from Berahum, Elidba from Shaldon, and the sons of Jashan from Gizon, Jonathan son of Shege from Herar, Adam son of Shear from Herar, Ifla son of Ur, Hefer son of Mekarah, Ahijah from Pelon, Hezron from Carmel, Perai son of Isabai, Joel, the brother of Nathan, Mibhar, son of Hagarai, Ziklig from Ammon, Zerai from Beroth, the armor-bearer of Joab from Jerul, Ira from Jatar, Jaber from Jatar, Ariah the Hittite, Zabab, son of Aliha, Adoniah, son of Shizra, the Reubenite leader who had thirty men with him, Hanan, son of Mecca, Josephat from Mitanah, Huzziah from Ashtoth, Shammah and Jerai, the sons of Hotham from Hahor. Jedediah, son of Shimri, Joha, his brother from Tiz, Elihai, Eli from Mahava, Jerabai, and Joshaviah, the sons of Elamnam, Ethma from Moab, Ethani and Obed, Jeshalel from Zobah. The following men joined David at Ziklag while they were hiding from Saul, son of Kish. They were among the warriors who fought beside David in battle. All of them were expert archers, and they could shoot arrows or sling stones from their left hand as well as their right. They were all relatives of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Benjamin. 
Their leader was Ahizer, son of Shema from Gibeah. His brother Joash was second in command. These were the other warriors. Jezreel and Pelet, son of Aviva, Merakha, Jehu from Ananoth, Ishmahiah from Gibeon, a famous warrior and leader from among the thirty, Jeremiah, Jezreel, Joahan, Josabad from Geradel, Liza, Jeremoth, Belahai, Sheremiah, and Shepahath from Horath, Echani, Ishani, Hazarel, Josel, Joser, Jeshabim, who were Korathites, Jolaha, and Zebaniah, son of Joraham and Geder. Some brave and experienced warriors from the tribe of Gad who defected to David while he was in at the stronghold in the wilderness. They were expert at both shield and spear, as fierce as lions and as swift as deer in the mountains. Ezer was their leader, Obadiah was second, Elahab was third, Mishamiah was fourth, Jeremiah was fifth, Atani was sixth, Eli was seventh, Joahan was eighth, Elizabeth was ninth, Jeremiah was tenth, Machabanani was eleventh. These warriors from Gad were army commanders. The weakest among them could take on a hundred regular troops, and the strongest could take a thousand. These were the men who crossed the Jordan River during its seasonal flooding at the beginning of the year and drove out all the people living in the lowlands on both the east and west banks. Others from Benjamin and Judah came to David at the stronghold. David went out to meet them and said, If you have come in peace to, to help me, we are friends. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies when I am innocent, then may the God of our ancestors see, see to it and punish you. Then the Spirit came upon Amashaniah, the leader of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, David. We are on your side, son of Jesse. Peace and prosperity be with you, and success to all who help you. For your God is the one who helps you. So David let them join him, and he made them officers over his troops. Some men from Manasseh defected from the Israelite army and joined David when he set out with the Philistines to fight against Saul. But as it turned out, the Philistine rulers refused to let David and his men go after them. After much discussion, they sent them back, for they said it will cost us our heads if David switches loyalties to Saul and turns against us. Here is a list of the men from Manasseh who defected to David as he was returning to Ziklag. Abna, Josabad, Jedahel, Michael, Josabad, Elihu, and Zilathiah. Each commanded a 1,000 troops from the tribe of Manasseh. 
They helped David chase down bands of raiders, for they were all brave and able warriors who became commanders in his army. Day after day, more men joined David until he had a great army like the army of God. These are the numbers of armed warriors who joined David at Hebron. They were all eager to see David become king instead of Saul, just as the Lord had promised. From the tribe of Judah there were 6,800 warriors armed with shields and spears. From the tribe of Simeon there were 7,100 brave warriors. From the tribe of Levi there were 4,600 warriors. This included Jehoiada, leader of the family of Aaron, who had 3,700 under his command. This also included Zadok, a brave young warrior, with 22 members of his family who were all officers. From the tribe of Benjamin, Saul's relatives, there were 3,000 warriors. Most of the men from Benjamin had remained loyal to Saul until this time. From the tribe of Ephraim, there were 20,800 brave warriors, each highly respected in his own clan. From the half-tribe of Manasseh, west of the Jordan, 18,000 men were designated by name to help David become king. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. From the tribe of Zebulun, there were 50,000 skilled warriors. They were fully armed and prepared for battle, completely loyal to David. From the tribe of Naphtali, there were 1,000 officers and 37,000 warriors armed with shields and spears. From the tribe of Dan, there were 28,600 warriors, all prepared for battle. From the tribe of Asher, there were 40,000 trained warriors, all prepared for battle. From the east side of the Jordan River, where the tribes of Reuben and Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh lived, there were 120,000 troops armed with every kind of weapon. All these men came in battle, in battle array to Hebron with the single purpose of making David the king over all Israel. In fact, everyone in Israel agreed that David should be their king. They feasted and drank with David for three days, for preparations had been made by their relatives for their arrival. The people from as far away as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali brought food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen, vast supplies of flour, fig cakes, clusters of raisins, wine, olive oil, cattle, sheep, and goats were brought to the celebration, and there was great joy throughout the land of Israel. Today's reading includes the name of the city of Jerusalem, a city that would continue even to now to be a very famous and very important city. Today it is home of the three major religions of the world. There is still much conflict in the city of Jerusalem even today. 
But at the beginning, when Jerusalem becomes the capital of Israel, there was not conflict after the city had been conquered. The goal that David had was to make Jerusalem a neutral capital. He was willing to do what needed to be done to bring all the tribes together. There had been conflict among the tribes. Some were still following the the house of Saul, and some wanted to follow David as king. And so David wisely chooses a neutral city to bring all of the people together. It is an important reminder for us of what are we willing to do to bring people together. It's an important thought. Is unity important to us? For David, he was willing to pay the cost to go to battle, to enable a city to be the neutral capital for all of the people of Israel. What are we willing to do in our own lives to promote unity? What are we willing to sacrifice to make sure that we can be remain brothers and sisters in Christ? Continue to ponder this thought, and we'll come back to it again. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.